Welcome to episode three of Your Rights Matter. In this series, we are focusing on getting the rights you deserve when you're homeless or facing homelessness. As always, I'm joined by Kester Dean, disability rights expert. He'll be answering my questions on everything from housing rights and benefits to social care and equality. Brought to you by Living With Disability, I'm Harry Bly. This is series two of Your Rights Matter. In this episode, we are talking about accessing benefits when you're on the streets or facing homelessness. Kester, what are some of the benefits options in the UK? So there's a range of benefits available to homeless people. If you're fit and healthy, I know that's unlikely if you're on the streets, um, if you were fit and healthy enough to be able to work, then there's universal credit or job seekers allowance, increasingly universal credit. Um, but if you're on the streets, the, um, the, the the amount you have to show you're looking for work is drastically reduced. And indeed, um, typically, if you're on the streets, it would be unreasonable of the DWP to expect you to do any much, if anything at all, to actually look for work. But the officials often don't necessarily tell you that. Um, if you're sick, then there's either employment and support allowance or, again, universal credit. Um, and for this, you have to show that you're sick enough to get it. Um, and that can be by means of a face-to-face assessment, although if you can't deal with that because of your condition, um, then they must do it by other means, by, for example, examining your medical records or previous benefits history. Um, finally, there's disability benefits, which is mainly now personal independence payment, PIP. This is available if you have care and mobility needs. It's based on 12 daily living and mobility activities, and it's a point system, and it depends how many points you get, how much money you get. It can be by a personal face-to-face assessment, but again, if you can't do that, because of your condition then they must do it by other means and they also must support you through the process if you need support with the process and they have visiting officers who could meet you um, for example at a homelessness centre if you needed help to apply for any benefit Um, they could come out to for example a a day centre that you're attending Um, to support you to access the benefits you're entitled to. What sort of benefits might help those facing homelessness and help avoid the, uh, I mean, I guess the the worst case scenario is rough sleeping on the streets? So as well as the um, benefits for living costs that I've just mentioned, there's also housing benefit, or that can also now be a part of universal credit, which are payments to meet your housing costs. As well as the living costs benefits I've just talked about, There's also housing benefit and universal credit for housing costs. Um, This is available if you are liable for housing costs. And it might not pay all of your rent, but it is likely to pay most of it. And again, if you've got problems claiming that, either the council, if it's housing benefit, or the DWP, if it's universal credit, have to help you to do that. 
and sadly there's a general um, weakness in the advice sector for actually forcing the DWP to do this um, but if they're told to they will um, and that can mean that you can access the benefits rather than not being able to because you can't do the forms or whatever and also if you're street homeless um, they must themselves provide you with an address facility so not having an address should never stop you getting benefits because the job center for example can be your address the rules clearly say that that's possible they're supposed to tell people about it but often they don't and a lot of people are under the impression that you can't have benefits without an address but you can so for people who are facing homelessness how do you apply how would you apply for these benefits the if you're homeless it may well be that you're going to struggle to access the benefits by the online route if it's universal credit or the telephone route for the other benefits or forms the best thing is to get a visiting officer to you at a homelessness drop-in center so in manchester we've got the booth center um, there's various homelessness centres around the country and the thing to do is to get the DWP visiting service to meet you there to support you to claim benefits. What should people look out for? We, we hear horror stories of universal credit. Are there any kind of, um, I guess same as the first one, what are your do's and don'ts for applying to benefits? Yeah, the main thing to do is to assert your rights if you've got problems with the process, to make sure the DWP help you to claim. That's the key. Um, so rather than thinking, oh, it's online, I can't cope with it, the obligation is on the DWP. If you can't do that because of, for example, learning disability, mental health, you're just phys too physically done in to be able to cope with that because of living on the streets, then under the Equality Act, the DWP must come out to you and to su and support you to access that money and there's loads of incidences around the country where that's not happening and it could happen it should happen i make it happen regularly for people it's get it's just being assertive with them explaining that that's what you need and they will do it next time on your rights matter we revisit the Equality Act of 2010. Join me then. With thanks to Kester Dean, find out more about his work at disabilityrights.org.uk. This podcast is brought to you by Living With Disability an advocacy business who aim to inspire, motivate and enlighten society, creating a more inclusive world. With music by Scott Holmes, Your Rights Matter is a podcast from Think Tank. For more original podcasts, visit thinktank.fm. I'm Harry Bly, and you've been listening to Series 2 of Your Rights Matter.